bonus episode of our podcast. I'm Michelle Santos, and this is another bonus episode of Just Between Us Gals, or now I like to call it Just Between This Gal, this one gal. Um, Yeah, it's just me again, as usual. Um, It's going to be like that for a while. Um, You know, let me know if you've been liking this new format of the podcast, if I should keep going like this. Um, I'm hoping at some point maybe I can bring on some guests to kind of fill out more time and have more conversations. Hopefully, maybe Alex will come back at some point. Um, But right now, everyone's super, super busy, so it's just me for the time being. But um, yeah, let me know. It's always good to get your feedback. If I should change anything, if I should try anything differently, um, that's super, super important to me. So, you know, your feedback means the most to me. Uh, A lot has happened in the past couple weeks since I last spoke to you guys. Um, So we have a lot to break down. First and foremost, um, since I'm from Canada, uh, we had a big election this week, so I thought I'd just mention uh, and send my congratulations to our Prime Minister Justin Trudeau when he's going to be our Prime Minister still again. Um, Congrats to him. Uh, He won a minority government this time as opposed to a majority. And for those who live outside of Canada and don't understand any of that, I really could care less to explain it to you because I'm not a political expert. Um, but it is a big deal. I really hope, um, everybody went out to vote. I did. It was my first time voting in a federal election here in Canada, um, because I'm only 22 and it was a cool experience, I guess. Every vote does count. And especially here in Canada, your vote can literally make the difference of majority or minority government. So, you know, just keep that in mind, vote your elections and hopefully, it's a lesson to our Americans down south uh, to make sure that they vote in their election next year, 2020, for their president. Um, so yeah, congrats, Trudeau. Congrats to everybody. Um, that's all I really wanted to say on that. I'm not going to go too deep on politics. Now that all aside, there has been some other juicy hot topics uh, that I'm really excited about that happened the past couple weeks. Uh, first and foremost... Selena Marie Gomez is back and ready and better than ever, than I've ever seen her before. Um, For those who don't know, for the past year and a half that we've been doing this podcast, I'm a big Selena Gomez fan. Um, Love, love, love her music. Love her. Loved her when she was with Justin Bieber. But after this week, not anymore. Um, So Selena Gomez this week released not just one but two new songs that are supposed to be singles for her upcoming third solo album, her second with Interscope Records. Um, and I think it's some of her best work yet. I've never, I thought Revival, when she came out with Revival four years ago, it's, this is her first um, new music, new solo music in four years. So she's been working on this for a really long time. Um, when she came out with Revival four years ago, I really thought that was her best work. It was very raw, very personal. You could tell that like she was no longer controlled by Disney anymore. You could tell that this wasn't just like a random pop songs. These were personal songs, but 
Lose You to Love Me, her new song, um, as well as her second new song, um, Look at Her Now, I think are two of her most personal uh, songs that she's ever written. And it makes me so excited for what's to come with the new album that supposedly, according to her, is done and just waiting to be released. Don't know when that is yet. She hasn't announced uh, a release date for the album, Um, but I'm hoping it's by the end of this year. And I hope she goes on tour next year because this time for sure, I would love to see her on tour. I was supposed to go during her revival tour and then (laughs) her tour date got switched to the same night as Beyonce being in Toronto and of course I went to Beyonce <laughs> instead but I do want to see Selena Gomez perform live at some point in my life and hopefully it's this next tour but going back to the two new songs boy um she released Lose You to Love Me which is a piano ballad first um on Wednesday and it was very personal song and it's a it's a it's really a um an anthem about self-love and learning to let go of learning to love yourself by letting go and losing you know people in your life that are toxic and not good for you and of course the world immediately assumed that the song was about Justin Bieber who she's had an on again off again relationship for almost 10 years and um, particularly in the second verse she gets pretty candid and uh, it says I gave my all and they all know it then you tore me down and now it's showing in two months you replaced us like it was easy made me think I deserved it in the thick of healing yeah so a lot to unpack there in those lyrics so the the line that people are really caught up on right now is in two months you replaced us like it was easy and I've been saying this like since we started this podcast Justin Bieber and Selena Gomez got back together in October of 2017 actually two years to the day Lose You to Love Me came out I don't think that's a coincidence that she released it on October 23rd the day they publicly got back together they broke up somehow in March of 2018 two months later in June of 2018 he's seen with Haley Baldwin And a month after that, he's engaged to her. Um, So everyone, of course, assumes it's about that situation, about the engagement, that he moved on really quickly after their breakup um, with Haley and is now married to her. They just celebrated their second wedding, like they had another wedding um, a month ago. Um, Very raw. I think this is the most raw she's ever been. Um, with her music Selena um, because this was like very candid like usually her music you kind of have to it's wrapped in an enigma but I mean when you say in two months you replaced us like it was easy made me think I deserved it in the thick of healing um, that's that's pretty explicit and of course when you write something like that people are going to assume who it's about what I love about Selena is that she's been doing a lot of press for these two new songs this past week she did like eight interviews in one day Um, And she has not mentioned his name once in any of these interviews. Um, She's really not like, I mean, I think she knows that everyone knows who they uh, who they think it's about or who it's about. Um, But at this point, what the whole purpose of the song is, is that she's done with it. You know, this is the ultimate breakup song. 
So in the past, Selena has written songs that seem like breakup songs, seem like the end. Five years ago, almost to the day, um, she released The Heart Wants What It Wants. And everyone thought that that was the ultimate breakup song with Justin. And um, But The Heart Wants What It Wants was different because it kind of left it open for a little bit of hope. It kind of left it for second chance, you know. Uh, the heart wants what it wants. Like at the end of the day, no matter what people tell me, I still want to be with you. But this song, it just gets even worse. So at the end of the song, she ends the song by saying, and now the chapter is closed and done. And now it's goodbye. It's goodbye for us. That's the ultimate, like chapter is closed. This era of my life is over. We're done for good. Um, which makes sense because he's married now. So clearly, um, I, I will admit I was a Jelena shipper for many, many years and, uh, I always had hope for them, but, and even after he got with Haley, I thought "Eh, there's divorce, but (laughs) after hearing this song, I'm team Selena. I love this new version of her. I love I hate him for hurting her so badly and good for her. Uh, She wins and I hope that no matter what happens between him and Haley, that he and Selena will never be a thing again. I mean, I've said I've said this before and then they got back together. But truthfully, I think this is a this is like a complete closure of a song and the video for it. I should also mention she released videos for these songs as well. And the video for Lose You Love Me, it's black and white. It's like she's in a confessional. It's really raw because she's she's bearing so many emotions. I really hope you go on YouTube. It's already got like over 50 million views on YouTube in just the past three or four days. And um, it's really raw, really personal. She's dressed all in black. It's black and white. It was shot on an iPhone, which was incredible. The new iPhone 11 Pro. Which makes sense because I was like, if she did it on like an iPhone 7, it probably would not have been as good quality. But <laughs> the new iPhone 11, it's great. She teamed up with Apple to do this. Uh, they record, they filmed uh, both of her music videos. And it's really beautiful, very crisp, clear. So it's a great promo for iPhone 11s if you want one. <laughs> Trust me, it's beautiful. Um, but just a lot of raw emotions she's going through anger and sadness and at the end she creates like a little bit of happiness kind of comes across her face in the video and it's just so beautiful and I'm so happy for her and then just when you think oh I'm like I was literally streaming Lose You To Love Me over and over and over again all day Wednesday then I woke up Thursday morning and there was another song (laughs) and I was freaking out I get two new Selena Gomez songs in 24 hours like I can't handle So the second song, which is Look At Her Now, completely different song. It's more up-tempo. It's more like of an upbeat pop song. The video is in complete technicolor as opposed to black and white. It's uh, it's a song basically about kind of following Lose You To Love Me, kind of after you've let go of all that pain and heartache and heartbreak it's kind of like well look at her now look 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 how great she is now and she looks great in this video this video is also shot on an iphone 11 pro which i boggled my mind because this video had backup dancers and 
there was more movement and more technicolor and it was on a set as opposed to i mean on lose you to love me it was very simple because she was just sitting at a table at a confessional and the camera is just right in her face so i'm mean, like you just stick the iphone in front of her but i don't know how they did the video for look at her now it is um, I think they had, she said in interviews, they taped iPhones to the walls and to the floor so that they could get, and she was doing like selfie kind of videoing, but it looks like a professionally done music video. And I, again, like I said, this is great promo for iPhone 11 pros that they look like the quality looks like a, a full blown movie camera. Um, but look at her now is um, like, I can't stop dancing to it. It's so great um it's a great female empowerment song like look at her now um you know like in the pre-chorus it says of course she was sad but now she's glad she dodged a bullet took a few years to soak up the tears but look at her now um my favorite part of the song is near the end um in the bridge where she says she knows she'll find love only if she wants it and it repeats that and that's really important to you know to get to a place where okay i know I, I know i'm gonna find true love again but i love that it says only if she wants it because that's important to hear that like you don't need love like love or validation from another person but you can have it if you want it um and that's like an important message that i really love that she put in the song but i just she looks better than ever She's been through a lot in the past few years. Two years ago, she had her kidney transplant. She has lupus. She's been sick. So she's had issues with her health, with her mental health, obviously issues with relationships. And she honestly, Selena Gomez looks better than ever. I'm so ready for this new era. And honestly, this new era has made me just turn my back on Justin Bieber completely. I realized that maybe I only liked him because he was with her. And now that they're not together anymore and she's doing better than ever without him, I'm team Selena. A hundred percent love her. Um, this song, another issue with, uh, that came out with these songs. Um, so as I said, lose you to love me clearly about Bieber, clearly about him moving on with Haley and Haley Baldwin, Bieber, whatever her name is now. Um, she seemed to kind of clap back or respond to the song um the song came out at midnight and within like half an hour she, uh Haley Baldwin had posted on her Instagram story uh another song that's called I'll Kill You <laughs> by Summer Walker featuring Janae Aiko and the song's about a woman telling another woman I'll kill you if you ever come near my man and so a lot of people interpreted her her as a response of to selena coming out with a song called lose you to love me um kind of a response to that like get your get my man's name out of your mouth even though selena never actually mentions him by name and to this day as she's been promoting this album has not actually mentioned justin's name and a lot of people went after Haley for doing that because saying i'll kill you i mean it's the song but it kind of sparked all this drama Haley then went out, made a comment saying that's not you know stop making nothing out of something I didn't mean it that way but I think the timing of it all like the song just came out and then you post something like that you gonna you have to know people are going to assume that that's what it's about um and then and Selena did a Instagram live I think on Thursday night uh or on Thursday 
basically not referring to anyone in particular, but saying that, you know, we shouldn't tear other people down, particularly women shouldn't tear other women down. And people kind of took that as a clap back to Haley for her response. Um, It's just a whole mess. Again, like I said, Selena is looking healthy, looking strong, beautiful. She's 27 years old and she's been through so much in her life. And I'm so proud of her. Can't wait for this new era. She says that the new album is completely different from these two new songs that we've heard. So these two songs are kind of closing one chapter in her life, Lose You to Love Me and Look at Her Now. It's kind of closing that chapter, I guess that chapter with Bieber or that chapter of her life that has been the last 10 years. And the rest of the album is going to be completely new chapter. So I'm really excited for what that entails. Um, I know I'm talking so much about my love for Selena Gomez, but it's I'm, I'm just so proud of her because she looks healthy and happy and great. And, uh, you know, wish everyone the best, but I'm no longer rest in peace. Jelena, I guess, is what I would say to end this all off. That was my first thought when this when all these songs came on. It's like, oh, this is really the end of Justin and Selena, period. Like no matter what happens in the future. They will never, ever get back together. I truly believe that now, and I've accepted it, and I've gone through the stages of grief about it. Um, I was in denial for a really long time, but now I've accepted it, and Team Selena, so RIP Jelena. Moving moving forward, I feel like I talked so much about that. Um, Moving forward, another story um, that we've been following for months now Um, is this Felicity Huffman, you know, college scandal situation. And um, I think the last time we spoke about her, she hadn't even gone to jail yet. She was sentenced for the 14 days. Well, as of this past Friday, she is a free woman. Uh, (laughs) That went by real fast. So Felicity Huffman was just released early from prison. So she didn't even do her full 14 days. She was released 11 days in. Uh, which I'm sure is going to ruffle a lot of feathers. So apparently Felicity was actually set to, her release date was actually set for Sunday. So I guess today as you're listening to it, um, which actually is only her 13th day in prison. So they were going to release her a day early. But apparently they have like a rule that if your release date falls falls on a weekend, they technically can allow you to leave on a Friday. So she was released on Friday, um, only served 11 days. Now she begins her community service. She's on one year of supervised probation and she has to serve 250 community hours of community service. And of course, she still has to pay her $30,000 fine, which I'm sure is just like coin change for her um, pocket change. Um uh, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of, I was kind of surprised that she got released early. I mean, it's only 14 days. She could have done the 14 days and be released on Monday. Um, honestly, I don't care at this point. Um, do we think she's going to bounce back from this? That's a good question. Uh, I think she can. She's a good actress. Um, I'm waiting for the tell-all interview is what I'm really waiting for. I want like the sit-down you know, her uh, her apology kind of tour, uh, her sitting down probably with her husband, William H. Macy, and kind of explaining this whole process, you know, t- 
having that tell-all interview of what, what prison was like for 11 days. Um, <laughs> and and I'm, I, I know she'll probably do that. Like, they always do. Um, Lori Lachlan, I'm everyone's laughing at her right now because that this could have been her. <laughs> she could have already been in prison, get out, and be done with it. But no, she's fighting it. She's going to go to trial. Don't know when the trial is going to start for that. Um, she's she Lori Lachlan actually news broke this week that she got another bribery charge. Her and her husband have been charged with another bribery charge. So it's just adding another possible five year sentence to her crime, which is ridiculous because um, she really could have saved herself by just pleading guilty. There's uh, Felicity Huffman was one of the first parents to plead guilty and go to prison. There's been a few other parents that have pled guilty that are doing their prison sentences um and have gotten more time um felicity only got 14 days but there's there have been other parents that have gotten a month a a couple a few months um so i think if Lori had just copped to it from the beginning this wouldn't have happened um back to felicity huffman things seem to be strained still between her and her daughter sophia who this affected Um, they, uh, while Felicity was in prison, her husband, William H. Macy came to visit her, I think on the second or third day and brought only their younger daughter, Georgia. Um, Georgia, I didn't even know her daughters were on Instagram. Well, I'm sure they're on Instagram, but I found them on Instagram and her daughter, Georgia posted a funny little Instagram story with a picture of her dad that says, um, think best dad ever or something like that and she goes and the caption was do you get the joke kind of like I'm team dad not team mom so clearly there's still a strain in her family for what happened and she's probably now gonna have to work on that but like I said waiting for that tell-all interview I'm sure it's gonna come soon because now that she's out and um I think she can bounce back Lori Lachlan I don't think can bounce back because she never really had much of a career to begin with no shade I mean, she had those Hallmark movies, but then they dropped her. She had Fuller House, but that's ending. So I, <laughs> I don't know what's going to happen to her, but Felicity Huffman's a great actress. She's an Oscar nominee, an Emmy winner. Um, she does such great work that I do think, you know, it's not going to happen right away. I think she's going to, I think she's going to have some downtime to do the community service. And, you know, once the one year probation passes and she's f- officially scot-free, then I think she'll start working again and. I'm sure Hollywood em- would, will embrace her. She's had a lot of support from her former Desperate Housewives co-stars, uh, Eva Longoria. Um, Dana Delaney um, sent out support. Uh, Alfre Woodard. I think Vanessa Williams. A lot of the co-stars. Marsha, Marsha Cross, I think, may have said something as well. Um, so, And Eva Longoria is like a big producer now in Hollywood. So she, I'm, I'm sure they'll find, she'll find work again. And um, yeah. 11 days (laughs) that was it I hope she learned something from this and uh, can't wait for that tell-all interview um moving on from that um last thing I wanted to talk about that I was also really excited about because it happened kind of right after the last episode I recorded and I was like oh I wish this had happened before so I could have talked about it in the last episode but I'll talk about it this episode Jennifer Aniston everyone's favorite friend I think clearly has joined the world of Instagram um which (laughs) I know big deal big big whoop but it actually is a real big deal and I'll tell you why 
Jennifer Aniston was the only member of Friends that wasn't on social media. Um, she's not the only one that's not on Instagram. Matthew Perry is not on Instagram. He's on Twitter. But she was the only friend that wasn't on any social media. And for years, she, you know, she would talk crap about social media and how destructive it was and the negative aspect of it and the comments and which is all understandable there's a lot of famous celebrities that aren't on social media or have social media but don't actually use it like they have like their publicists used it because they don't want to be involved in it um so it was a huge surprise when she actually dropped the ball and got it got instagram and she's only had it for almost she's had it for almost two weeks now and she's already up to 16.8 million followers more like triple the amount of any of the other friends cast members i think david trumer only has like two million followers um and he's had it for a lot longer 16.8 she's the most followed friends um cast member and she literally broke the internet internet not just because she randomly decided to join instagram after all these years but because her first post was a picture with her entire friends cast which again I know you're probably thinking, what's the big deal in that? But it is a big deal because it's been 15 years since Friends ended. They just celebrated the 25th anniversary of the show premiering. And in 15 years since the show ended, this is the first group photo of of the entire cast together. They've never been all, they've all never been seen together in any platform, pictures, videos, interviews, since the show ended 15 years ago in 2004. So this was huge. And it's now the the eighth most liked, currently right now, it's now the eighth most liked photo on Instagram with 14, I think it's like 14.4 million million likes. Um, Eighth most liked. Of course, it's not going to become the most liked because the most liked is that stupid egg that has 53 million million likes. So, but... um, it was a big deal. I've been waiting for this for a really long time, a friends reunion. And when I say friends reunion, I don't mean like, oh, they got back together and make a reboot. And no, I don't I don't need to see a reboot. I totally understand that if friends were to come back as a reboot, kind of like what Will and Grace did, it, it will not be as, success, as successful and probably would ruin the legacy of the show. So I don't want a reboot. But what I always wanted, and I've been pitching this for years, and I don't know why anyone didn't think to do this. But like a reunion show, like back in the day, you know, Mary Tyler Moore, for example, when it was like the 25th anniversary of the Mary Tyler Moore show, they got the cast together to sit around a couch and reminisce about the show. And they're all together. You know, it's a reunion. And that's all I really wanted from friends. I thought, you know, a few years ago, I really thought Ellen would have done it for the 20th anniversary, um, having the cast on, but it never happened. Apparently, the cast gets together from time to time um, for private dinners and things like that. Um, But we just never see it because they don't publicize it. (laughs) And I've just been waiting. A few years ago, almost the entire cast, we had an almost full reunion um, a few years ago, I think in 2016. um, They put together a... A, re- a special for Jimmy Burroughs and for those who, don't, who doesn't know Jimmy Burroughs is a really famous sitcom director and he directed the pilot of Friends uh, as well as many other famous episodes of Friends uh, Cheers, Taxi um, he directed the pilot of Big Bang Theory to, uh, I think he did um, Frasier 
those a lot of big shows and they got all the casts of these shows together to honor him and at the special they got the whole cast of friends together with the exception of matthew perry who couldn't make it because he was doing a play in london at the time so that was like the closest we got to a full reunion but then matthew like messed it up and didn't show up so this is this is it this picture this amazing selfie that looks like it was taken in freaking 2008 <laughs> with an iphone 4 um because the quality is not great on this photo if you go and look at it it's her first post um and yeah everyone's like what phone were they taking this on because it's not the best quality but they're all in there and it looks great and uh i was just really excited about it that they were together apparently they get together from time to time but sometimes it's hard for all six of them to get together um and this was a rare moment for their 25th anniversary of the show i'm a huge friends fan i know some people feel their ways about it you know some people are office fans um i'm a friends fan sorry and this was like a dream come true this picture that's all i ever wanted it was just a picture of the six of them together and now i have it since then she's posted like five things um her i think her following has slowed down she's at 16.8 million but yeah Good for you, Jennifer Aniston. Welcome to the Instagram world. And uh, speaking of Instagram, <laughs> you can follow me. So that, I guess, will wrap up um, today's show. Tried to squeeze in as much as I could in a half hour. Um, thank you for listening. I'm going to try to keep doing this as more news comes our way. Um, as always, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Mish P. Santos, M-I-C-H-P-S-A-N-T-O-S, at Mish P. Santos on Twitter and Instagram. Um, you can follow the podcast, uh, Just Between Us Gals, on Instagram, JBug Podcast on Twitter. We're on Facebook. Just search us up, uh, Just Between Us Gals. And, of course, subscribe to us. We are on um, Apple Podcasts and SoundCloud. Thank you so much for listening. I keep doing this for you guys. And I can't wait to 